A lot of you are familiar with the DNA Project and have been rocking with us for a while, but some of you aren't. A lot of you are faithful listeners of the podcast, but aren't familiar with some of the other work that we do. So I just want to take a quick moment to explain to you a little bit more of what we do. So you're getting married, or you have a friend, a cousin, a sister, somebody you know is getting married. Okay. You've booked your venue, caterers, photographer, all that good stuff. When it comes to live music, most people have no idea where to look. We have you covered. Picture this. During the ceremony, while guests are being seated, or while the bride's walking down the aisle. During the cocktail hour, while guests are just mingling and having a good time. Don't forget about dinner music. That's very important to set the mood while guests eat. And we definitely can't forget the party. Let's get the party started right now with The DNA Project. www.thednaproject.ca for more information. Hello, bonjour, and wagwan, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to The DNA Airwaves. This week's podcast is brought to you by The MPL. Toronto's modular film and audio studios. If you have any film or audio needs, head down to the-mpl.com for more information. Once again, that's T-H-E hyphen M-P-L.com. That's M-P-L like maple without vowels. This podcast is also brought to you by The DNA Project, your entertainment agency. If you have any live entertainment needs, you should check out thednaproject.ca. This week, Anthony and Dariki sit down and discuss music, creativity, and how to start writing songs, especially during the pandemic. I was caught in traffic, so they had to start without me. I'm not crying, you're crying. This is the DNA Airwaves. Oh, that's hilarious. Damn. So what's, you know, the only thing stranger than having two friends who have been talking their whole lives and now all of a sudden being on a podcast mm-hmm and having to talk to each other and not be robots. Yeah, yeah. It's having two friends who've been talking their whole lives, being on a podcast and not acting like and speaking like robots, <laughs> recording a podcast that didn't record, <laughs> and then having to re-record the, the conversation, conversation that you just had yeah. naturally. But we're going to try. We'll do our best. So this we'll is the best. ultimate <laughs> test. I can't lie. We didn't even have a second to breathe before we realized. So I'm a little bit uh, stressed out, but I guess we'll just... Uh, <laughs> oh, we can, we can still... Yeah, don't worry about it. That's a conversation. That's hilarious. But yeah, that's funny. Guys, technology is your best friend and it could be your worst, worst enemy. enemy. Exactly. Um, you know what's funny? We're using the software and the recording dot is the smallest red little dot. Yeah. Shouldn't it be like a massive and like, that's what threw me live off. type of thing? When he came, I was like, dude, what do you do? Because like, like, I, I, you know I'm talking to someone. Why are you getting close? It said, and then I was like, he's like, oh, I was seeing if you're recording. And then I'm like, we are recording. Oh shit, we're not recording. <laughs> this uh, is awesome. Yep. Well, that's okay. So it is what it is. We had a good little chat, and we're gonna have it again. We're gonna keep it going from where we left off. <laughs> try you guys up, missed it. We're gonna try pieces. our best. Yeah, exactly. How you just? We started off by saying being natural, <laughs> having a conversation, and now I'm trying to remember the conversation we literally just had. So we could share it because it was some pretty dope stuff. Yeah, and it, um, we just in the vein of natural. And uh, I yeah. was remembering that time that we were on CP24. Well, not me, but we were at CP24. 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 Big shout out. <laughs> we keep calling it CP24. <laughs> There's a two and a four. What do you call it CP24. But anyway, when we were there. I could call it CP210s4. 210s4. This is going out like to the, the world, my friend. You understand that, right? <laughs> I know, I know. You know what? I was reading. You read the book. You read the book, uh, Malcolm Gladwell. Which one? He talks about math. 
um, Outliers. Yes, yes, yes. And he talks about math in other parts of the world, and their counting system makes it a little bit more logical. And 24 over there was 2 times 4. <laughs> so it kind of just makes sense. Maybe I should call it CP2 two times 4. Anyways, I seriously digress because now I'm... <laughs> Now I'm in that mode. <laughs> so, anyways, we're on CP. But this is Anthony. Two this four. Is Anthony. That's the funny part. <laughs> now your, your personality's coming through. Shine on, my friend. Shine All right, on. So we're on we're on C, CP uh, twenty four. Yep. Okay. Right up. And then you're saying? Oh, just um, how natural you were the entire time, and then the second you realized that you were going to be on camera, <laughs> the transformation that takes place, and you and me when we're about to do a podcast. We'll talk like this, yeah. and then all of a sudden I push the record button, and it's like, uh, hello, how are you? And you're like, I am well, yeah. thanks for asking. <laughs> it's like, well, what happened? <laughs> Who did we just speak up? <laughs> and you know what's happening, but you can't stop. Exactly. It. It's just, it just That's showers the funny over part. you. Yeah, yeah. And I was saying, it was like, every time we would hit record, especially at the, in the beginning, yeah. it would be like someone just autom- like put a bow tie and a white stuffy shirt on, and you just become the character. And you're trying not to, but things are coming out slowly. Mm-hmm. And I think that you, uh, I don't think, I, I know it because it hurts you keep saying it. You made fun of my slow turn on, on national <laughs> TV. I don't know if, the, if people caught it, though. I caught it because I was watching from the back. A couple of my friends okay, caught it. Okay. I had one strong text message that wasn't, it was like, hey, buddy, congrats. By the way, what happened? You're always so charming and <laughs> so charming and witty when I see you. Good job, though. Yeah, good job, though. Yeah, yeah great job, though. <laughs> so I totally froze. And I was saying, in my defense, mm-hmm. I didn't know I was going to be on. So that you was didn't. kind That's of the. True. That's true. Yeah, so I found out when I got to the green room, I wasn't dressed for TV, which probably had a whole psychological. Yeah. Um, yeah, it turned into something a little different. But it was great. I had a, I had a great time. I just uh, I caught myself on a mistake, and I got in my own head. Yeah. And we were saying before, it's just because when you don't have your reps up, you kind of you don't have the muscle memory to feel to natural, fight through or to push yeah. through. Yeah. So you could be on. You know, it could be everything's coming out. You're good, and then as soon as you make that little mistake, you're stuck exactly. just because you don't have the proficiency. And that's what happened to me on on that show that time. It was all right. Yeah. It felt good. I've watched someone do oh. that on stage. You were there when the person yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. just, you could tell that they were frozen and needed help. And luckily yeah. I knew the song well enough to kind of <laughs> jump in and help. But at the time I felt for him. I was just like, Oh Jesus. It was uh, tough. <laughs> it was a big show. It was, uh, there was a lot of people on stage <laughs> yeah. and yeah, but it comes down to preparation. 100%. I don't think that, I don't think that um, that happens when you're truly prepared Agreed. because you're in this flow state. You're going to go with it. Right. Um, you make a mistake. I make mistakes playing bass all, all the, time. the time. I'm sure we all make mistakes doing things that we're comfortable with. Exactly. Nobody needs to know because you're able to play it off and you're natural about it. So, right. yeah, getting your reps in is a big thing. Um, one of the things that we were talking about is our new venture of learning piano. Mm-hmm because we both kind of dabbled in it, yeah. but now we're signed up for some lessons and we're on this track. Um, I found this great website and uh, had out. some good progress with it Shout quickly. It it's seanwilsonpiano.com, I believe is the site. Yeah, and this is not Google an ad, Sean by the Wilson way. Piano. Just, You'll find it. We're just putting it out there Don't for even other the people guy. to share because it's an incredible tool I'm excited to use and we'll definitely 
be updating everybody on our progress, but we just want to shout it out because yeah. if you are someone like us who's interested in learning piano, it's a great way to learn. Yeah, and a great time to learn something new for sure. Yeah. Um, I got this website in my... I was trying to kind of find a way to learn at my own pace, yeah. but structured. So I, was, I didn't really want to go the route of having a teacher, although teachers are very valuable, and maybe I will go that down that road at some point. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be able to use the time as I want right now and say if I want to double up on something or if I'm, you know, I don't want to have any one holding me back or, you know, just be ready to go all the time. So yeah. this way I figured I can access the lessons, I can power through them at my own pace. Right. And a good friend of mine, Daniel Cowens, had told me to three sites, and this one was the one that gave me the flexibility to learn at my own pace yeah. in a structured in a structured way. So I showed you yesterday, yeah. and uh, you had the same excitement that I did. Yeah. It was really just like, this is it. This is it. Yep. Um, yeah, it's so 100%. Shout out to Sean. Big shout out. Shout out to Daniel Cowens. He is the one that came up with the song for this show, the theme song. He did, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Excellent multi-instrumentalist. Um, you'll be hearing more from him. Yeah. Maybe not talking-wise, but playing-wise, he'll always be around. Big part of DNA. Very, very um, talented. So, yeah, let's talk about one to talk, I guess, to everyone today. If you're probably wondering by now, uh, where's Matt? It's just the two of us. Who are we going to be talking to? <laughs> And the answer is nobody. We're just talking to ourselves right now, actually. Which, weirdly enough, was how it started, That's how this podcast started. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just some great conversations. And we said, let's record them. And then let's find a way to make the magic. Yeah, yeah, let's find some people. So, yeah, that's one journey is the piano playing or learning. The other one is songwriting, which is interesting that we're kind of putting that out there more geared geared towards your um, your plans for the future. But you had mentioned that you wanted to do some songwriting and you started already. Yeah. And I figured, hey, let's talk about it. Sure. Let's kind of put it out there, hold you accountable. <laughs> and uh, also, yeah. also give people that are listening another perspective. Right. Because we've had some great songwriters on. We've had Navon. We've had, yeah. oh, I mean, a lot of, yeah, all different genres. We had uh, Sunshine and Broccoli. Yeah. They're writing children's music. Right. And these are Carlos Morgan. These are people who have won Junos and Grammys for songs and songwriting. Yeah. So I, we said, let's let's flip the, the script on this and give people a perspective from somebody who's just starting off. Yeah. Talk about the journey and your approach. So let's uh, let's start off there, man. How do you? How have you been? What have, what have you been facing as far as obstacles in writing? Well. It's uh, the main obstacle is just like everything is myself and my and my mm. my mindset going into songwriting. I never took it sure. seriously before. Um, I would play, you know, we play with music for a long time, and you definitely decided to get serious about bass, but I never really got serious about writing. I would write hip hop songs and R and B songs that were just for jokes. It wasn't really for like the purpose of actually trying to record a serious uh, song. So uh, we had talked about it and I just decided, you know, why not try? And uh, like you said, share my experience with you. I didn't think we were going to share it with, the, with our audience, but <laughs> just share the experience of 
what it's like to go from never writing a song to trying to actually come up with a chorus, a structured song. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's big, man. Mm-hmm. So we're definitely going to talk about that a little more. And then there was one other thing, I guess, um, tying this all together. So we're talking about songwriting, which led to, well, piano is a really good basis mm-hmm. to provide the foundation for music. So let's definitely dive a little deeper there. For sure. And then... And then the other part of it was now you've written the song. I'm jumping ahead a little bit. You've written the song. Yeah. Now you need to be able to communicate with musicians, right. producers. So now it's like I wanna we wanna get you and all of us to be well rounded mm-hmm. in the sense that we can write songs. Right. We're writing stuff that comes from inside. We could also explain it. Even if we can't play it the way that we envision it, yeah. we could at least sit down and explain it, which is something that some artists definitely struggle with when it comes to like a live music or rehearsal um, or production setting. Especially singers, right? Like as someone that is just yeah. been singing, sometimes we don't, t- We t- uh, I, I, I'm not going to say other singers. I would take for granted uh, the technical side of music, even just being vocal and learning technically how to command better, um, sorry, command my voice better and be able to perform better. Mm. I never really took that seriously. I just thought it was like, you know, walking or, you know, anything else. It's just you can do it or you can't. There was no levels until I get around other people and I can see what, you know, if you take it seriously and you go through some classes with some trained professionals and some teachers that know some things, what you can do and the potential that's there. So I uh, definitely think as a singer – it's important to be able to, like you were saying earlier, communicate. I feel sometimes when I come into the room with brilliant minds like Daniel and yourself and I hear the conversation, sometimes I feel like I have no idea what the hell these guys are talking about. Um, and then mm, I kind of feel, feel yeah, I feel overwhelmed or I just should kind of just hush up and be in the corner and kind of just let the adults play, <laughs> you know, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I know what you're saying. But uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of where in our conversations, I was like thinking I should play a instrument. Cause if I can play the instrument, I can understand, you know, you, sorry, you cut out. I don't know if you're still there. You there? Yeah. So yeah. I'm still good. I, it did cut out for a second. But that's all right. Yeah. Technology. So if we play an instrument, I, I'll feel a little bit more competent in being able to articulate and express what I'm trying to put out in a song. You know what I mean? So I think that True. I needed to there, That's hugely not only learn yeah. the piano, but uh, understand music more just to be able to communicate better with other professional musicians. So it was a true, a, yeah. I want to learn an instrument, but I also want to learn music in general better. So I think that, this course that we were talking about earlier was uh, a really good, uh, happy medium for me. Yeah, yeah, I think it's perfect. Mm-hmm. And also, you mentioned something, so I'm going to sidetrack just for a second because sure. I had a thought. So, I mean, you were talking about being a singer and learning the command on stage and the different aspects yeah, of it. Yeah. But I often take it a level further than that because if you think about it, um, you mentioned singers don't necessarily always know the theory or the chords or the kind of the language of the music but 
not every instrument needs to either. Mm. Um, so there's other ways other people on the stage hear things and then communicate. Because picture a drummer, okay. although they may have you know gone to school or through whatever programs and learned the music theory and maybe can play other instruments, yeah. there's a lot of drummers who have no idea because they don't have to worry about the chord progression right, of right, the song. Right, right. They're worried about the feel and the time. Yeah, so yeah. singers definitely aren't alone in that. And I mean, myself as a bass player, there are a lot of ways to get away with playing and playing proficiently without having to understand um, the exact chords. Right. So I might be able to get by knowing my skills okay. and the quality of the chords, like major, minor. I don't necessarily need to know if someone's playing like a, um, like a sharp nine yeah, or yeah, any yeah. of the other chord extensions, we'll say, right? right. So there's, there's different levels to even the people that are on the stage at any given time. Okay. And further than that, I always think about how other people hear the music while you're on the stage. Mm -hmm. So if you remember the Dre show, we had like 20 people on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're up front. Mm -hmm. you're, I guess your perspective of the show would probably be very different than mine, even though we are at the same show on the same stage. Yeah. Because you have different energy exchange directly with the audience right. being right in front of them. I might be communicating more with the keyboard player and the drummer exactly. as far as just like our energy exchange, mm -hmm. building the music, right? Right, right? So learning an instrument will give you a different outlook, even if you never make it onto a big stage playing piano. Yeah, yeah. You'll still start to see yourself or see the song from that perspective, from that vantage point. So That's exciting too. Just yeah. wanted to make... Make a quick note of that, yeah. Mm -hmm. But let's get back to your songwriting, man, because sure. I feel like we could get sidetracked all day, and no. it's not a bad thing, but I definitely want to put you on the hot seat sure. and uh, talk a little bit more about that. So what are your what, what are your immediate plans? And just talk me through um, a little bit more on your approach to songwriting. So the, the, the idea is to kind of do, say, like, I'm going to make an analogy, but like a artist, I want to just get a book right now and just start doodling and just kind of just getting into the yeah. habit of writing words to paper. It's one thing to just say them, but it, it's not, it's gone. Once you, once it comes out of your mouth, I got to get into the habit of being more sure. disciplined and trying to just write mm. down, even if it's just a couple bars, just writing. And that's what I'm doing now. Like if I get something that's just like, Oh, that actually sounds pretty good. Let me write it down because I used to have this idea that I could think it and then when I'm ready to write or whatever, I'd remember it. And I never yeah. did, ever, ever, ever. So if it comes to you, you've yeah, got to yeah. capture it because it's going to go. So right now I'm trying to capture these, we'll call them little nuggets. Anytime I get them, just write yep. them down. And then every night what I do is I'll listen to music and try to actually deviate from that particular song and come up with my own melody and i find that that is not only a fun exercise um but yeah uh, at the same time what i will do is i'll pull out my phone and uh put on the voice memo and the voice recorder and then listen through headphones okay, through yeah. something else like my laptop and hear the song mm -hmm. or an instrumental and then just um vomit the melody into my phone and i don't know why i had to show you that but but like say that back into my phone. So I'm yeah. hearing the music, but when I'm recording is just the melody. So now they have no idea. Your voice. Exactly. So when I listen to it again, 
I don't hear the song that it was originally. I don't hear that original song anymore. Now I'm just hearing my original okay. melody. If that makes does that make sense? That makes sense. Yeah. So you're coming up with melodies. Are you ever or have you so far started to fuse any words in with that? Because I know when we spoke before, you'd mentioned like writing and like maybe I think you said that you maybe you write or maybe you don't like it or you take back. Something like that, right? But are you fusing words in at all with the melodies or is it like two separate things still? Well, right now to me, and that's a great question because when I try to get ahead of myself and I'd get a melody and then I would instantly yep. just try and like now jam words into that melody and then get frustrated mm. when I'm unsuccessful in that moment, I'm feeling that melody. So then I don't want to really take that melody to the next step or kind of like... Uh, expand that melody and because I'm just defeated about not being able to get the first verse in like oh but you got to have a verse how it's going to start what are you going to do it doesn't that doesn't matter and I just so instead of getting frustrated with that process right now what I'm doing is separating them both and just doing melodies just do some melodies and then maybe later I can go back and listen to the I got like nine or eleven melodies listen to those melodies and be like all right now now can I come up with something can I just even one line and if I get that one line, yeah, cool, yeah. that's a small win. I'll take it because I had nothing before. True, yeah. And then maybe just like that's true. if I get a little bit exhausted or frustrated, just put it down and go back to living my life. And then when I feel it, go back to it. And because I'm enjoying doing it, it never feels like um, work. So it's not a yeah, it's not yeah. a big deal for me to bust out the phone and do this exercise, you know, three, four, five times a week. It doesn't matter. But – um right now the that's important yeah the melodies and just getting in like i don't i'm i don't want to jump grades i just want to get a couple more melodies and just keep on practicing that part and then yeah going back to the words or separating the words and just writing words because sometimes i think that i'm not going to have the right melody for my words or the words for the melodies sometimes they'll be separate and i could give it to somebody and go hey I was thinking yeah. about this. What do you think? And they might be able to give me uh, the the lyrics or they might be able to give me the melody to these lyrics. You know what I mean? So I think by yeah, separating yeah. them might be a better exercise for someone like myself. But I have – I don't know what the – the right method is i'm just kind of telling you what i'm doing yeah i mean i don't think there is one but i think it i think it makes sense for you at this point to be um taking note and voice noting whatever it is all of your ideas yeah. so even if you're separating them i think it makes a lot of sense just to have access to them. Mm-hmm. like you said you'll forget right so you're doing this say five days a week i think you yeah. said that's going to give you a good stockpile of usable potentially usable melodies um, and if they're not thoughts. even usable, they might be the catalyst to something usable. Do you know what I mean? Like, and that's and, that was the next right, thing. Yeah. Sorry. So, yeah. So I'm gonna shout out this. I mentioned this show on Netflix, Song Exploder. Yeah, yeah. But I want to shout that out to anybody who might be sitting um, and thinking about songwriting or new to it. Mm-hmm. It's not really a deep dive on songwriting, but it does give a nice behind the scenes view of some professionals in these songwriting um, producing sessions right um and one of the things at least the one that i remember watching was alicia keys and she didn't have the song she didn't have all the words written out she was collaborating with um another vocalist and a producer yeah and they kind of went in they had basic ideas of some chords that might work 
they laid down the foundation of the chords, mm. so they had kind of the structure of the song that way. Yeah. And then <clears throat> they started just kind of humming or whatever would come to them. It might be a word. So I remember at one point they had, it might have been like, I don't know, four words, which was kind of became the theme of the song. Yeah, yeah. So those four words, like you said, could be the catalyst because that kind of set the tone of where the song could potentially go. Mm -hmm. um, whoever spit it out, everyone else was like, yeah, 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 do that again. And then they kind of just rolled with that. So that's okay. Um, I was going to ask you, so when you do this, do you think that uh, you're going to involve other people, like a song writing group or anything like that? Or um, that's what are your thoughts there? Eventually, for sure. I just think I'm kind of not ready to take it there yet. Me personally, I would love to feel a little bit more confident. That's why I'm doing the piano at the same time, because I want to yeah, yeah, yeah. get that. Uh, foundational knowledge first before I even try and sit in the room to collaborate with someone who I know will be yeah. miles ahead of me in the game, you know? So, um, yeah, I know what you're saying. Unless it's someone like, you know, like a, like yourself or Daniel or someone, I feel a little bit more if comfortable. You're comfortable yeah. yeah. But it would, it would be someone that I know personally that I could kind of be a little bit quote unquote vulnerable with. Cause I don't really, I kind of still feel, um, uncomfortable if i'm being honest with the whole process it's new yeah and just yeah, trying to yeah. lean into the singer songwriter it's uh it's been yeah, a weird yeah. journey but it's uh and i think i'm glad we're talking about it man mm. um and to be honest and me too on because theme. it's gonna help yeah. me it's gonna help me feel a little bit more comfortable with it too. yeah yeah the pressure is gonna definitely make you or break you. And I don't think it's going to break you. It's only going to make you better. It's going to increase your knowledge, yeah. your understanding. You also have the studio. So just being able exactly, to, yeah. you know, be able have to conversations that. on that level. Right. And so there's another story. Um, I guess we'll just talk about a few things sure. that we can relate to ourselves. So there's another experience and <laughs> it was with Daniel. I hope he listens because we're, we're mentioning him a lot today. Yeah, yeah, shout, out, um, shout out to Daniel. DC. We, um, <laughs> there was a, I don't know what it was for. Oh, one of the, we did a showcase a couple years right. back anyway. And I probably was one of your earlier times performing. Me. And we were in a rehearsal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay. So we did a rehearsal. And one of the things is, and you'll learn this through seanwilsonpiano.com. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't know why that just <laughs> happened. Um, These aren't ads. Obviously, people. and you've heard it. <laughs> These aren't ads, but wow, you're welcome, Sean. There are a lot of ways to play a song. So you could play the song with the basic chords, mm -hmm. and then there are substitutes and other voicings and yeah, yeah. ways to make the song sound completely different. Right. Um, whatever it is. So musicians like Daniel, keyboard players like Daniel, I should say, will often substitute chords and give the song their own feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, what happened with the song that you were doing, performing, as I think that you had only heard it in the way that you had practiced it. And what Daniel did was he came and he kind of made it his own. So he was playing different voicings over things. Right, right. Um, which probably were throwing you off a little sure. or just not familiar, at least yeah, in your yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And having the understanding of the music theory, because I think in a situation like that, a singer artist could get frustrated. So having the music theory in that situation, again, is helpful. Because if you 100%. know what you want this chord to be, instead of being like, it sounds wrong, insulting somebody, you could say, yeah, it's cool, but could you play uh, whatever, C major 7 here instead? 
So that's really important just to build that part of you up for yeah, sure. Yeah, and it's like a toddler that's upset that doesn't know how to tell the grown-up that it's upset. You know what I mean? It's just like, I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Caught the baby it. <laughs> I love when people say it when they're referring to a <laughs> I don't even know. It's gender fluid, it. It is, yeah. It's just, it just sounds funny all the time. But um, another, another story. So Carlos Morgan, who was also one of our previous guests. Yeah, friend of the show. He, I think... Yeah, good friend of the show. I don't know if he said it in our interview or if it was just in other conversations, mm-hmm. but he definitely went through this struggle as a vocalist. Chops for days. He was at the top of his game. Yeah. Um, touring, rehearsing with bands, and the bands still were not taking him seriously. They took him seriously as a performer. They took him seriously as a guy who could sing and bring it and bring the energy yeah, and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah be recognized for awards, but they didn't take him seriously as a musician. Right. And the reason was he couldn't speak in musical terms. Yeah. yeah. And that drove him nuts. Um, and he took a very different approach to it, but it was effective. Mm-hmm. So if you ever rehearse with this guy, he won't be able to come in and say, this is what the chord is and spell it out that yeah, way. Yeah. But he can do two things. He could sing the chord out um, basically note for note to you to understand or he takes a lot of time to memorize the uh, specific lines. Right. So he'll know all the drum patterns, he'll know the exact bass line, and he'll just, he'll just basically beatbox it or hum it out to you. So it's a little bit more of a tedious approach, yeah. but different ways. But it's, uh, it's a common thing. that It's not unique to somebody who's just starting out in the game. It's, yeah. There's just different levels of understanding and being able to communicate so 100%. yeah i'm excited to see excited to see your journey on that for sure man um what else do you what else do you think in like songwriting piano are you gonna do you at all use the piano when you're writing or have you got that far yet i'm not i don't feel like uh i'm not that far the piano still really intimidates me i guess uh so i kind of just don't yeah. bother unless i'm trying to do a lesson or just learn a specific song that someone else is like, you know, on the MIDI, you kind of just yeah. play with them. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not writing with the piano yet. I think that's kind of like grades and steps ahead. So I'm just taking it really, really, not really slow, but I'm just, I don't know, breaking it down maybe a little bit too you much. soak it all yeah, in. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's good, man. I'm glad that we got to do this and put this out there. Um, Let me ask you some one, questions. We've been though. friends for a long time. Oh no, we're ready to go. We're like, yeah, we're done. <laughs> no, I'm playing. I got some questions for you in terms of someone like me who's starting out with an instrument for you know, and I, I shouldn't say starting out because that's not true. I've definitely played instruments, um, but not yeah. on a proficient level. But someone that's proficient in an instrument, how like mm-hmm. what is a good amount of time in a week to dedicate to practicing? Oh man, that's a good question. And I mean, it it depends. Right. There's going to be so many different answers. Because of factors, but, um, external factors you can't control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, because you know, you have jazz musicians who we've read about who practice eight hours a right. day. I mean, you're probably not going to start out there. Remember in the the Outliers book, he talks about the journey of I think it was a violinist yeah. um, from 
and it was groups of violinists from like childhood up. Mm. So they, I think it was like say six year olds were practicing on average three hours a week. And then when they got a little older, like 10 years old, it was up to like six hours a week. And there was really no difference in the level of their playing at that point. And I don't think it was till over, it was either like around 16 or somewhere, high school yeah, age, yeah. where now the more serious, proficient kids were playing or practicing like 30 to 40 hours a week. So it became like a full-time job. So I don't think there's, I don't think there's a number of hours that you need to but I would say a good target is 30 to 60 a day, yeah. 30 to 60 minutes a day, I think is a good target. For sure. Um, and if you can't get that all in in once, in one shot, I think that's okay if you break it down. Like you might have, I would say guarantee yourself 20 minutes mm. to go over some core things that you need to. And then the other time, split that up if you need to and be able to go back to it and do a little bit more in depth. Right. So as uh, I know a little bit more than obviously the audience does because I've been around you for way more years, but um, I remember at one point you were kind of playing by ear and then you had to kind of unlearn everything and, and, and go back to the basics. What, uh, hmm. what would you say is someone starting out, like knowing what you know now, what is like yeah. one piece of advice that you could give to me um, when it comes to learning or mastering an instrument? Uh, uh, moderate to severe forms of OCD help. Okay. Yeah, because it, it, it could get really obsessive yeah. or repetitive at least to have to not give up on something. Right. So you're learning... It could be the simplest sounding concept, mm -hmm. but sometimes things just don't stick and sometimes you just need to really hammer things in to truly stick. Because we, we mentioned earlier just getting your reps up. Yeah. So what you practice is eventually going to be what you spit out when you're playing publicly, when that thing happens or whatever it is, right? So right. I think the biggest piece of advice is to not be afraid to kind of obsess over it in a healthy way. Okay. So if you need to spend 20 minutes and play the same three chords over and over and over and over, or the same scale over and over and over and over, do that. Mm -hmm. It's boring. It can make you feel like a crazy person. And to someone watching, could be like, what the heck? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Children do that. Yeah. It doesn't matter because you, you know what the greater picture is. So don't think of it as practice makes perfect. Because if I told my little niece that her practice this evening is going to make her perfect, it could be discouraging. Right. I'd say practice makes progress and just know it's a daily mission to keep practicing. Right. Because this piece that you learned today is going to tie into that piece mm -hmm. and it all comes together. Right. So I can't paint, but I imagine if I could, if I grabbed a paintbrush and I made the outline of a house and called it done, mm -hmm. you could tell what it is. But I think if I kept on going over that, maybe do the outline in a little bit more and however, terrible example because <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. But I'm sure over time it would turn into something more than what it started out as. So it's just a matter of understanding where you want to be, knowing that you got to compete with yourself, but un and also realizing what other people have done and can do. Right. So I don't ever compete with someone. I'm not going to say I want to play the bass like X, yeah, yeah. but I might look at he's done it so I can do it for one, but also I wonder or I need to find out what he did to get there. Right. 
and just having real structure. Mm -hmm. So I think that was more than one piece, but those are pretty um, fundamental things for me. And uh, yeah, just to echo what you said, watching you learn these instruments, because I watched when you went from nothing to I can tell you to play something and you can play it within seconds. And I, I can definitely see that for me, I now feel a little bit more, what's the word? Empowered, I guess. But like just... I feel like I confident because I saw what you went from to now you can, you know, be on shows with like legit award-winning musicians holding your own, playing incredible bass and just like, you know, on a high professional level. I It's going to take me obviously years and years to get there, but I'm excited because I watched you do it. You know what I mean? So I know what's possible yeah, yeah, because sure. I got to see someone go from picking up a bass to now – touring and playing with high level professional musicians so yeah yeah it's exciting it was all the dreams <laughs> exactly man i used to read word up magazine you did i never did i never <laughs> i didn't even know it was a magazine until biggie told me <laughs> and then i went to look it up what's word up oh, magazine man. oh shit okay. <laughs> you googled it i had to no not in 96 or 90 I was like, this is no. years later then. i had to i had to go to the library or some shit i, I don't even know where i found it that's hilarious. Yeah, man. That's it. But I'm, I mean, it's the same way that you got to watch firsthand my journey. Mm. Now I get to watch yours too from a different perspective. Yeah. And as far as the piano, kind of be in it with you, even though I might be slightly ahead, it's still, we're in this together. Sure. So it'd be cool to watch you. And I know you had that, uh, I don't know what his name was, Country Grammar. That wasn't the album, that was the <laughs> voice you used to do. Grammar. You had a. Uh, we remember we had an idea to do some country covers yeah. of songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I won't. I won't make you bring it up. No, yet, no, not we'll, yet. Uh, and I'm actually stay tuned. Stay tuned. We busted this out. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Stay tuned, man. Okay, we're gonna stay tuned for some more gems. I'm gonna drop on them too. All right. No, we're dropping gems. <laughs> I said we. I didn't say you. Okay. We. We had an idea. Fair enough. This is a team here. All right, cool. <laughs> United we stand, divided, divided we fall. We fall, brother, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I think on that note, if, so I want to say this, though. Mm -hmm. Shout out to the DNAairwaves.com, DNA.airwaves on Instagram yeah, and stuff. Shout them out. Um, that's not what I was going to okay, say. Okay. I was going to say, for any serious or any songwriters, um, musicians that are brand new to what they're doing, any questions that you have, we would love to hear Definitely. from you. So you could. Uh, hit us up in the DM on Instagram. Share your stories, your tips, anything. Yeah, Any other know, links yeah, that you us. think are really good to check out, you know, classes that we, you know, anything. We'd definitely love to hear from you, 100%. Yeah, please do share with us, guys. We'd love to hear from you. Mm -hmm. Anything else before we go? And we're going to. No, let's cue Daniel's. Uh, Wonderful music. Outro, outro music. Yeah, yeah. Bink. Until next time, bing, everyone. Bing, bing, bing. That's it. <laughs> I'm just praying I was in the right key. <laughs>
With unlimited podcasts, advanced analytics, and personalized support, Captivate has everything you need to grow your audience and monetize your show. Join the thousands of successful podcasters just like us who trust Captivate for their hosting needs. Visit dnaairwaves.com slash Captivate today to start your free trial.